Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Joey Tartell and the never-seen night owl, Brian Appleby Weinberg. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation, home to lots of cool things to help your playing and teaching. The World Trumpet Federation exists to be a unique resource for trumpet players, trumpet teachers, and the people who love them. It is entirely free and open to the public. Come on over and see what the WTF can do for you. Helpful videos, informative blogs, great articles, and all sorts of other entertaining stuff to distract you from your job, yet get you ready to practice and stay focused on what really matters, the trumpet. So head on over to worldtrumpetfederation.com and check us out. And by Nathan Ost Etudes. Trumpet players, it's time to start playing better etudes. Introducing Nathan Ost's best-selling book, The Complete Ost Etudes for Trumpet. This is an all-in-one etude collection featuring characteristic studies, lyrical studies, miniature etudes, and warm-up etudes. Designed to improve all aspects of your playing. Double-tonguing, triple-tonguing, range, flexibility, finger dexterity, lyricism, phrasing, endurance, musicality, articulation, trills, and so much more. The book is available in digital format, PDF, and includes 84 recordings of the etudes by Cleveland Orchestra trumpeter Jack Suddy. So go on over to www.nathanost.com to download the Ost Etudes and start playing right away. The complete Ost Etudes for trumpet, a must for any performer, teacher, or student. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up, couple things, and no offense. We use these segments to lash out, lie, and laugh about information that we believe is important to lugubrious trumpet loungers. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chop Saver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dynamic Dan Gosling. He has more Instagram followers than Brian has nights alone at home. So go on over to chopsaver.com and order yours today. Brian, nice you could ditch all your friends and join us. Oh, wait. (laughs) Oof. Oof. (laughs) Wow. I like Dynamic Dan. That's good. Dynamic Dan Gosling. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. So um, I want to talk about um, this... uh, Cornet prodigy, oh, um, oh, who decided decided Shocking. to make decided cornet. to make money as um as a world class trumpet soloist, um, but sadly this week she announced that she has cancer. Tina, oh, Tina. Singh, oh, oh, this yeah. is this is the this is terrible news. Yeah, it mm-hmm. sounded serious, like she's going to be out of commission for a while. She's got yeah. major treatments coming up, so, um, yeah, so all all the luck to her, and uh, and her family, and uh, man. Just uh, really sad news. Of course, you guys all know she's a stunning cornet player, um, and she plays trumpet pretty well too. You know, it's funny. I don't think of the cornet when I think of Tina. No one does. No one does. No. Only Brian's, the, Brian's the only one. So, I got to tell you, you hear her piccolo sound has like a weight and heft to it that <laughs> is like, yes, there it is, like a real meaty piccolo sound. Just yeah. great playing. Oops. <laughs> You're gonna have to bleep that. I'll take care of that. <laughs> I can take care of that in post. It, it really is, though. It's amazing playing. It is amazing. Totally playing. amazing. So playing. I, I, yeah, I know we we all wish her nothing but the uh, speediest of recoveries yeah, and absolutely and all to go well there. That's the just 
terrible news. You remember we were on the same program with her uh, at ITG. That was the in Valley Forge. The, uh, wasn't that the night of the trumpets? Yeah, the, the uh, opening. Yes. Yeah, the opening night thing. Yeah. Nobody remembers our part. They only remember her playing. The well, tigers, yeah. The Thankfully tigers of was, San Pedro didn't we tiger. open? Yes, we did. <laughs> with uh, we got Vince and, with playing uh, that orange trumpet with the eyes on it. It was awesome. Yes. And then we played. We did that new trumpet piece mm-hmm. um, by Paul Murtha. Right? Yes, for wrote, us w- and the French trumpet ensemble. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Two trumpet ensembles and and uh, wind band. Those yeah. guys sounded good. They did. Yeah, they were really <laughs> good. Ensemble. They sounded I, I just, really good. I just remember we did the rehearsal and walked off stage, and Scott was behind me, chanting "USA." <laughs> USA. <laughs> was. That's my favorite memory of that. <laughs> that is awesome. I do have another cornet question. Sure. Wait, have you asked a cornet question yet? No, this is... uh, well, dude, cornet warming up. Sorry. But you I said, misspoke. You I, misspoke. Said I did say question. question. Yeah. I, I misspoke. to the have, cornet bell. That's right. I have a cor- a, another cornet topic for warming up. Oh, goody. And, and it's actually, uh, Joey, you're going to have an answer to this. Because I want to know the, the process. no. <laughs> <laughs> the process for making sure your valves stay speedy other than just oiling them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the process is, of course, uh, oil and clean before you need to and consistent practice, meaning your fingers go in the same place all of the time. Right. Yeah. So, uh, for example, um, sure. When I was when I was it really is that simple. When I was in the army, uh, the guy next to me was Tom Williams. He's a great jazz trumpet player in the, in the Baltimore area. And he he plays. He's about uh, my size. He's, you know, a large guy, six foot three, you know, um, which I only bring up because he plays with his his fingers over the valves. Up over the top, yeah, sure. Right. So my horns, once I left them in my car for about five minutes, going back in my uh, apartment to make a phone call, pre-cell phones, came back down and my, my car was empty. Oh. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, it's terrible. So, uh, oh, the, man. Yeah, yeah, the B-flat was the Army's. The rest were mine. You know, oh, so the, yeah. the Army had, now Tom had just left the band. So his flugel that he had been using when he was there was still there. So they gave me his flugel. And I play pretty much, you know, fingers right on top of the valve. So I start playing his, and they just stick no matter what I do. They stick no matter what I do. They stick no matter what I do. And it occurs to me about two days of this because I oil and I clean. I'm going, what the heck? Oh. So I put my fingers over the top and played them. Great. No problem. Because that's how he (laughs) broke them in. Yeah, sure. Because he got that hornet brand new. So I I really don't think this is a complicated uh, process at all. And I've played a wide variety of of brands of, of trumpets. And I've always got good valves. The idea, like I said, you got to practice consistently. If you practice, and I just met uh, a prospective student online the other day, and I asked her, how much thought have you given to your right hand? And she looked at me and said, none. Why? Zero. And I said, it's in three different positions when you're playing. <laughs> right. Mm, right. Like, I can tell if I had no sound at all, I know exactly when you relax and when you think something's more difficult by looking at your right hand. And what that does to your valves is it's pressing them down in different directions. So you're making your valves less consistent. Why would yeah. you want to do that? So consistent, the consistent approach to playing with your right hand and just making sure, you know, they're well-oiled and, and, and before you need them and clean. And when you clean them, what do you do to clean them? Oh, I mean, I'm not the best person to ask about cleaning stuff. He doesn't clean um, his horns. I, I can't I, believe you I, asked him that question. I bring him out to Chris Cromer in Delaware, go to an A minor tune-up. He does great work. Yes, uh, he does. But seriously, for, for valves, it really is as easy as, you know, warm, soapy water, 
you know, and get a brush, wipe them down, brush them out, you know, dry them, put some oil on them and put them back in. Done. Done. Yeah, and I will say if they are sticking in process right between cleanings, taking them out to wipe them off is a good way to do it and re-oiling mm-hmm. them. And just remember that if one of them's sticking, the others are about to. So when it's time to oil a valve, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, do them all. Gonna, dude, just do them all. Don't. When I see somebody oil one valve, I am yeah. confused. <laughs> and my students are like, there's, there's a process here. One of them sticks, that's fine. Put it on your lap. You loosen them all. Pull all of them out part way. Don't remove them from the case. Right? Keep them safe. Yes. Keep them in their home. Get some oil down in there. Off we go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Simple, simple, cool. simple. Great. Well, Joey, what do you have for us? Well, gentlemen, it's November, and we brought this up before. Time for Christmas it's in, music. Well, no, that's a, there are rules. I've been telling <laughs> oh, people sorry. that if they want to come study with me, that you know, they need to know that I have rules for everything. And one of them you need to know right now is no Christmas music until the day after Thanksgiving. It's a rule. <laughs> it's a rule. It's a rule. But, but Brian is busking already. I'm already <sighs> busking. Brian is doing it so wrong. It's insane. <laughs> but we've brought this up before. They've been a sponsor of the show, but Diversify the Stand has a book coming out. Oh, yes. yes. They do. And guess what? It's you have out. a copy. Yes. Winds of change, right? Yeah. Now, I went ahead and bought both the physical and the digital copy because I, I like having both. So I already have the digital copy. So uh, mm. I've been looking through, reading through. Very cool, very accessible. These are not things you're going to go, oh, I'll never be able to play any of this. Very accessible trumpet solos for uh, people of all ages. You know, go buy the book. <clears throat> Diversifythestand.com. Go check it out. I've already been looking through. You know, new book. I always like getting getting stuff and playing. So right. uh, I just wanted to put that out there. I know we brought it up before, but, you know, there uh, it's out, and you should be checking it out. Yeah. And Excellent. now you'll know all the titles. Yes. If we yes. ever go back to Backboard Bingo, the <laughs> Diversify the Stand edition. Exactly. You're yes. going to know all the titles. That was not fair. You even made a multiple choice and you still didn't do well. Still of course not. Understand. You came up with yeah. some really good titles. Well, thank you. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a lot of fun. All right, yeah. Bill, what do you got for us this evening? Well, this week, this was cool. Uh, as I was talking to you guys before we hit record here tonight, you know, it was a busy marching band week here. The Mechanicsburg Wildcat Marching Band, the Maroon Machine, That's as we like to band. call it, the MASH oh, Band in these mash parts, yes, yes. the Maroon Machine. Um, spent a lot of time with them the past few weeks here because we kind of wrapped up our season, and it was a really cool show and a really great time. And and um, so I was posed a single question that just really kind of inspired me this week. Now, I talked about my uh, the new new student there um, who's a, not a hearing student. She's a deaf student who's in the trumpet section. And the trajectory of what she did this season was absolutely incredible. And at some point when you guys are here, you have to meet her, and you got to hear her play and Fantastic. talk to her a little bit about that. Um, it was really great. But here's the inspiring thing. So we're the last rehearsal at the stadium, and we, I've been able to – she's very good about reading lips, and she speaks really well and very tolerant of the little bit of sign that I know. And, and so she, um, she comes up to me and she said, what am I going to do to get better now that marching band is over? Uh-huh. Like how am I <laughs> right? Like yeah. how without this, now what? Because yeah. this was her time to dig in and man, this kid practiced like crazy. So I said, you know, we're gonna stay in touch. You're gonna come and play for me. I'm gonna give you things to do because everything I've ever given her, she's back two days later at the next rehearsal, memorized playing it. Well, is she gonna stay and do concert band? Oh yeah. 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 In fact, yeah, she I was mean, in a concert band, all that. But I think right. she looks at the time we spend that I spend with the brass there digging in and doing fundamentals and growing and stretching and all that. And she's like, how am I going to do this? Yeah. Well, is she taking yeah. lessons? 
No, not right now. But I did talk to her mom about it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it would be a challenging thing, but I'm up for it because I just want to see, you know, just want right. to see how far we but can the, make but it. But the, the answers, I mean, the answer she's a- asking for has nothing to do with her ability or inability to hear. Right. It's, the, you know, if she's doing the work, oh, taking man. lessons and, yeah. and playing, you know, playing in her school band, that's what we would tell anybody. And I would tell her just the same, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And one of the, you know, it, it's been such a cool, a cool journey with her in, in the section, you know, like the day we were talking about making a dark, you know, you use the word dark for sound, dark or bright. And she's like, hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, really challenging. Like, I, I don't know what that, what is that? Yeah. Well, she's not alone. Means. I don't either. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. It was so funny. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. And at, at any rate, that question alone was just inspiring. Right. Yeah. Now, that's now great. what? Like what's next? Beautiful. What am I going to do? And will you will you help me with that? That's so. That's a question yeah. everyone should ask at oh, least man. at least once a year. Okay. And, and now what? <laughs> and not stop asking it either. Right. right? Every every year. End of themselves. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just a inspiring little moment there. I was like, whoa. Yes, we're going to make this work. We'll figure it out. So, all right, boys. I know you're going to be excited. It is time for the open bell mailbag. Oh, yes. We've been inundated. Karen's more feisty than usual with all the mail she's processing. Feisty is a really good, careful word. Yes. So here we go. Time for the mailbag. First message is from John Henley. Now, you can tell we're having an impact here because John starts out, hey, guys, a couple things. (laughs) There we go. He's on board. He's a listener. Good start. Good start. He says, in your rules, you list clocking and cleaning your mouthpiece question how do you remove the mouthpiece from the trumpet to clean it uh for consistency i've had my original 7c that i started on in the 70s welded to my lead pipe <laughs> all right so couple couple things that's only one thing <laughs> so we got we got a problem already right uh secondarily you i'll, I'll leave the 7c part of this to you right but boy I mean, obviously, this is very simple. You take the lead pipe out and go in from the other side. Yeah, right. Just take the tuning slide out. You can get to it. You can get to it. Or there's, yeah. a, well, there's a way. How bad do you want it? Is how bad John, do you is want really to clean the question? It. Isn't That's that the it. question? Yeah. Are you in? <laughs> yeah. Or are you not? You want to clean this or not? Is you is or is you ain't? I think my is baby. the question. Yes. My baby. And I'm out. <laughs> You're out. There it is. Now, yeah. he does have a second part to this. I'll see if you guys feel the same way about I, that I do about the second part of his question. On a more serious note, he says... Wait, that on wasn't another, serious? Well, I thought it was serious. Well, we're taking this very it's seriously. It's a serious problem that the guy's still playing a 7C. Well, Actually, that anyone is. That anyone. That they're anyone still is. making them. I, I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it is a holy mouthpiece. Very, very religious man. <clears throat> he was a very religious man. <laughs> still funny um still on a more serious note on another trumpet podcast whoa, whoa, whoa okay whoa, whoa, here's whoa, the problem whoa, whoa, See, whoa, whoa. exactly you're right where i am on this you don't write to us and tell us about another trumpet podcast first of all i didn't even know there were any i was gonna say there are other trumpet are, podcasts are there really no i don't think so i mean are there other trumpet podcasts are there other podcasts with trumpet players that are like talking to other trumpet players but are right. those really trumpet podcasts or no, those I just don't... like interviews yeah they're I... interview podcasts i know that's right yeah right it's like field of dreams is a baseball movie it's not a baseball movie 
we reestablish what Bull Durham is a baseball movie. <laughs> what League of Their Own is the best baseball movie. Field so of Dreams, not a baseball movie. You're saying that if there's another podcast with trumpet in it. It's essentially the Field of Dreams of trumpet podcasts. That is what I'm saying. That is my right. contention. That's where we're going with this. Yeah, they have trumpet are... players, but it's not a trumpet podcast. Approved. Right. Approved. Yeah. All right. We're all in agreement there. Yeah. John, thanks for that great email, and I'm glad we could clear that up for you. Excellent. Next one. This one is addressed to Karen. Now, someone's playing their cards right here. Yes. Wow. <clears throat> Going right? directly to the source. Yes. Right to the source. Right right to the gatekeeper. Yeah. Karen, uh, please help me understand why I'm not a guest on the show. Uh -oh. I represent 66.666% of the weekly listening statistics. <laughs> if That's I'm probably true. Hold on, hold on. True. You can't represent a statistic. Well, <laughs> I'm just reading represent the email. Uh, essentially, two thirds, like sixty-six point six 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 percent, would be two thirds. Oh, two thirds of, the of weekly a, listeners. He, but he, that this person is contending that they represent two thirds of a statistic. They are. Yes, I don't think that's a thing. I don't think you should read this email. I think you'd have some real problems with it. Yeah. If I'm accepted, I already I, have at least one problem with it. <laughs> if I'm accepted, I promise to keep my Disco Dan approved lip care in my front left pants pocket the entire time. Now, I do approve of that location. That's where I keep mine. That's where I keep mine as well. Okay. Although great. I'm not sure. I like Dynamic Dan better than Disco Dan. Well, you're welcome. This but, is why this person is not a guest on the show and I write that stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, good. This is clearly a trumpet podcast. Um, I recently enjoyed listening. <laughs> Ten times of this, ten times as of this writing, the entire way through the closing credits of the Hummel Trumpet Concertina is played by two B flat trumpets, one flugelhorn, uh, one flumpet, one cornetist, one likely piccolo trumpet in B flat due to the A pipe being lost with a harmony mute stem, and I believe an E flat clarinet soloist. I'm not sure who the recording credits belong to, but that clarinet player could really blow. Okay, now I got some problems. All right, and then he says, "I'm going cycling now." Is that how I get on the show? Wow! Wow! Okay, uh, so, 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 Brian, do you want to go in on the on the clarinet part of this? Yeah, well, we would never be caught dead anywhere near a clarinet. Right, it's just not not something we would do. Yeah, it's a trumpet podcast. There's no clarinets. No clarinets. No, no clarinet. I mean, baseball. they might be in B flat, but they're just wrong. Brian, you're <laughs> out. I heard that. There's no yeah. clarinet in baseball. <laughs> right. So, so, baseball a sport? Is what? Is baseball a sport? Yeah, of There's course, a baseball is a sport. But I mean, there's offense, somebody. there's offense, oh, defense, and you're, right. you're you're playing both, and you're trying to win. But cycling no, isn't. It's no badminton. It's a competition. It's a competition. <laughs> it's no badminton, but right. it's a sport. badminton also a sport. All right, offense, defense. You're trying to beat the other people. So then our friend goes on to say, "I've thrown caution in the wind. I'm no longer afraid to ask for any caution kind of help." In the wind, they've shown he caution said into to the wind. The wind. He, I, I know. I'm reading what's here. Okay, th we have a lot of problems. Here. We have a lot of problems with this. With kind regards, He's an editor lost in Altoona, Pennsylvania. P.S. I would never drive there or anywhere for that matter via Phillipsburg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's way inside. Wow. P.S.S. Can I borrow a seven C mouthpiece? I'm noticing a trend. Yeah, yeah, seven C's. With the seven C's, I think yeah. we're doing some. We're having an impact. That's I think just, we're we're bringing awareness to a, a an overlooked problem. When they pick right. that mouthpiece up and they're just that just little light goes off in the back of their yeah, brain. That's that they're they go, Wait a minute, something's something's wrong. I'm not something's supposed wrong. to touch this thing. Right. That's all that matters. So, yeah. I mean, to sum up, what our friend Josh likes about us here, he really loves your new out music there, your outlude there, uh, Joey. Clearly. I appreciate that. And yeah. I had no idea you could play the clarinet that well. Wow, and uh, and as far as getting on the show, it's sorry, my out. friend, it doesn't, we don't do that. This is a trumpet it's, podcast. It's not, it's not an interview That's podcast. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. what do you think we're doing here? 
I think what I'll do is I'll just connect him with uh, John uh, via email, and the two of them can check out uh, Trumpet Interview Podcast together, or Interview Podcast. Yeah, but then uh, not Trumpet Podcast. No. no. Right. That's cool. what we're doing here. All right, Josh, thanks for the email. That's that's great. And keep listening. We need you. We need you statistic. All right. <laughs> Here's a question for Brian. This comes directly for Brian. What cornet and cornet mouthpiece would I need to buy if I wanted to sound like Woody Shaw, Thad Jones, or Nat Adderley? This is from Keith Carnes in Monmouth, Oregon. I don't know where to start. Because you don't know who any of those people are. (laughs) I don't consider any of them cornet players. All of them are. And Nat Adderley played almost exclusively on cornet. Yes. He's a cornet player. Yeah. Those are some pretty different sounds, right, uh, from those three people. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to have a hard time finding one setup that's going to work for all of that. Definitely not a 7C cornet mouthpiece, though. All right. You no. have any place to start for uh, Dr. Carnes? Yeah. I mean, a, a, Bach, a Bach cornet is would be fine. I mean, it's going to give you a broad range of uh, tonal types that we're going to wa- work in lots of different um, places except a brass band. Um, but, uh, yeah, just <laughs> start with that. <laughs> All right. So we know where you come down on the mouthpieces for, for the brass band, but if you're looking yeah. at this as a, as a jazz instrument, as a jazz solo instrument, do you have any suggestions for places to start mouthpiece? Same place, different place, any ideas? Same, no, I think different than, different than a, a brass band mouthpiece. Something like a three C would be totally fine. Uh, three B, um, if you're used to playing a smaller mouthpiece, a five B would be fine. Um, those are what all... A- what about the wicks with the uh, like we know the letters, the letters like the two B or the four B? Yeah, it'll be a slightly warmer sound, but I don't think you're going to get around as easy. And there are some pitch issues on with the with the letters on the wicks. They, they go quite sharp in the upper register. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Did someone yeah. tell you that? <laughs> I've played one for a little while. I mean, how would you know that? I've played one for a little while until Greg said, oh, you can't do that here, mate. Uh, very nice. We don't allow that. Yeah. But well, these are these are jazz musicians that have all recorded on the cornet. That's oh, why yeah. he picked those. Yeah, that's course. why he picked those. Yeah. Yeah. And Nat, very, Nat played a ton of cornet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, sure. And if you haven't checked out, if those of you who haven't checked out Nat Adderley, I mean, um, the other two probably are probably more well-known as jazz solos, but Nat, that guy could play. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's just, uh, you should be checking out some Nat Adderley and not just the stuff Holden he recorded with, with, with Cannonball. He has some of his own solo stuff that's out there that's fantastic. You what, know. Do you know what cornet he was actually playing? Now I'm a little bit embarrassed because I actually got to meet Nat. Um, it would have been the summer of 1988. He We found out he was living in Florida and I was at Disney and they said... We said, if we could get Nat to come over, would you guys pay for that? Because they were looking for a guest oh, artist wow. to help out this small yeah. band we were in. Yeah. So we called him on the, we got his number, called him on the phone. And he said, you want me to, what? Said, you just come over and like hang out with us for two days and play stuff. He's like, okay. So I no sat way. next to him, you know, for a couple of days where he played and talked and it was amazing. And I do not remember what horn he was playing. So that wasn't your first question? What size no. mouthpiece you playing? What, what no, horn is that? He was telling stories and he was playing and, and it was it was fantastic, and he what, was absolutely terrific. Did he play cornet or trumpet? Yeah, cornet. Oh, cornet. Cornet, yeah. Shepherd's crook or no? I my memory is that it wasn't, but I no. I, I, could, I wouldn't swear to that. King King Silvertone. Oh, oh probably yeah. something like that. There yeah. we go. That's some nostalgia right there. Yeah. Maybe maybe a Getson. I don't remember, but yeah, yep. maybe. So Brian, you yeah, started with Bach. The... You went with Bach cornet right out of the sheet. Actually, like that was the, your he's, suggestion. He's a Bach artist. I like the Bach cornets for for doing mm. things that are cornetti but not a, not in the brass band but not you know legally brass banding yeah and not the not the shepherd's crook version either right 
Interesting. There we go. All right. Well, Keith, I hope that's helpful to you. I'm sure it's not. Um, <laughs> next one. Hi, WTF team. Uh, first of all, Chris Thiele rules. I like where this one's oh, hold going. On. Oh, hold on. Man. I hold like where this is going. On. Now, I'm just going to try to summarize because this Bad is a, quite a document, but this is from Paige Kerrigan. So just to wait a minute. just to frame this all up. All right, Paige. Brian's, Brian's bumper up this in the brass Brian's band. bumper up. Paige She's is sitting awesome. in my old chair. <laughs> She's taking the stickers She's, off of her mutes. Yes, she has. Yes, she has. She's not very happy about it, but she has done that. But <laughs> hey, at least he warned you before I came back from the restroom and all my stickers were gone. That's how it happened to me. Mm-hmm. So I, this is one of the best emails we've ever gotten because she essentially backs me on last week's game, right? The last time we did the game with the, like the, your favorite musician, your most famous musician, all that. She's all in with the Chris Thiele thing. She thinks he is a popular musician and that he's got all these Grammys and she backs me entirely on this. And now that we've established that he fits into that category of popular music, she's going to discuss why he's the greatest of all. And she does. And she says, because she's heard him perform and he's the most incredible musician she's ever seen live. And I would agree with that. And so. Wait, uh, how do you know that he's the best decision. person that she's ever seen live? You just agreed with that. Said. You don't yeah. know everybody that she's seen live. Joey That's has what some she's thoughts. Saying. But you said, and I agree with that. Well, oh, I, you're agreeing that it's the best performer she's ever seen? How would you know that? Because it's the best performer I've ever seen live. But she may have seen other people that you haven't seen. Well, that's possible, but that's what she says. But you have no basis for agreeing with it. Well, I'm going to agree with it because she's agreeing with everything I say. I see. And, uh, you and, guys are yeah, going to break works. your shoulders patting each other on the back. And she says, P.S., Bill was correct about Louis Armstrong as well. So, okay. So I win. Hold on. Now, Paige. This is a bumper up conspiracy. No, this is, there's a real problem here. And Brian, you should be the one addressing this problem. (laughs) She's your bumper up, but is clearly bumping Bill up right now. Yes. (laughs) She is folding on her job. Because if she was was going to bump anyone up on this podcast, it should be you, not Bill. She's doing it wrong. (laughs) Come on, she's man. essentially bumping you down. I and I no offense, Paige, because I'm sure she's a great bumper. Oh up, no, come no, on. I'm a I mean offense to Paige at this point. Joey doesn't even know, and he's willing to say I was a better bumper up. That's where he's going with this. No, that's, I did, no, no. What I'm saying, I don't. I, I have no evidence as to what bump what kind of bumper up you were, but I now have evidence that Paige is not good at it because <laughs> she's actually going out of her way to not bumper up Brian in public. I understand that. I can ask one question that will clear up who was the better bumper up. Are you ready for this? Uh oh. Did Brian get arrested when we were in Scotland? <laughs> no, he did not. And that, <laughs> that's why. I am the better bumper up. <laughs> it was, but, it was that close. Would in, that would also imply that he has been arrested as uh, under Paige's bumper upism, and I don't know that that is true either. Bumper upitude is a bumper upitude. What is it? Bumper. I'm not sure, yeah. but I'm just well, saying that was a great accomplishment. Wow. We prevented all international incidents and bought you a pink mute on the same trip. I that I do appreciate the pink mute. I do have that, and there use you go. That. That's good work. But and you, t- and you took the sticker off before you sent it to me. We did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nonetheless, Paige, thank you so much for backing me on these things because I agree with you wholeheartedly. And your email was very well written. That's way. great. That's not a, 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 a unanimous consent on that. 
I think it is. And Brian's going to agree with me because Paige's no, his bumper up. Brian's Paige is awesome. furious with her. There it Don't, is. You know, nope. you're being her bumper up. You're yeah. doing she's, this wrong. She's great in everything she's that counts. a very holy woman. <laughs> a very religious woman. She's a very religious woman. All right. One more email, guys, and then we got to move on because we got, we got stuff to get to. We can't yeah. be screwing around with this email the whole time here. It's a I, trumpet podcast. We do need to talk about email. Hell, I guess, that makes sense. As long as we're not interviewing anyone. Exactly. Hey, guys, uh, I can't do vibrato. Up to this point, I was able to hide from having to learn it, but now I have, I have to learn it. Any tips on how to practice it and practice different methods of it? Brian, I know you have a lot of experience in vibrato, so you might have some tips. Any suggestions would be fantastic. Thanks, Joseph Miller. Now, Joseph's written in before. He's a follower. Yep. Joe's awesome. So, Joe, you need to get yourself a copy of the Rolf Quinquay ASA method. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wow. You just said a lot of things uh, that everyone thought. Did this just skip something? What happened? Yes. Can you spell <laughs> Quinquay? Oh, geez. Come you, on. Well, if people are going to try and find it, they yes. need to know how All to right, look I'll, it up. This is, we're taking this from a guy who changed a composer in the book that you mentioned tonight because he just thought it was someone else. Right. Remember this? Q-U-I-N-Q-U-E-T. There you go. See, was that so hard? No. Uh, I think that's right. A-S-A? The A-S-A method. Um, You actually don't need the book. Um, You can just do this exercise. (laughs) I actually... I know where you can get it in PDF. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So um, I actually, when I was in England and I went for that famous first lesson with... um, with Philip McCann, uh, the what vibrato lesson, he, um, he said, you need to get a copy of this book and you need to do this exercise on this particular page. And so I actually emailed George Rabbi um, mm. back in the, uh, in the States and uh, I had George go into the trumpet studio at school and package up my Rolf Quinquay ASA method and he sent it to me and I you know, reimbursed George for all the money and I got it and it's literally one line or two lines on one page. And the exercise is just starting on tuning note C um, and playing eight beats of 16th notes slowly. And so you're just playing a long tone and then you're just moving your jaw to do the vibrato with 16th notes on the metronome. So like, um, you know, like at 70 or something. Um, And then you just do eight, eight beats like that. Hold a tone, go down by half step, go all the way down to low C by half step, back up to tuning note C. And then over time, you just increase the speed. Um, And then you could do um, faster, uh, wider or narrower oscillations. Um, You just do that exercise for a while and um, and you get pretty good at at doing vibrato. All right. So Quinque does not have a T on the end. It's Q-U-I-N-Q-U-E. Q-U-E. No No T. I'm looking at a composer. Sorry. That's good. Less Q-U-I-N-Q-U-E. articulation. Q-U-E. What's his first thing? Because the ASA method, uh, Rolf, R-O-L-F, and it's available from BIM. The uh, ASA stands for, do you know what the ASA stands for? Adaptive no. sound adaptive. It might help if you know that uh, Rolf, I believe, was German. So oh. it's Atmung Stutze Ansatz, which is breathing support embouchure. Embouchure. There you go. So I the like, ASA method, which is like, the BSE method in English. I liked it better when I didn't know what it stood for. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it's as soon as. As I soon as Brian should, learns vibrato. I want to hear as soon as. That was quick. It didn't I, take long with, with Philip yelling at me about it. 
I want to hear Brian say Rolf Quinquay ASA five times fast. <laughs> All right, Brian, get your horn. <laughs> Brian, get your horn. Wah, we wah, 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 wah. Well, listen, keep those emails coming because Karen does not have enough to do. Exactly. The amount we pay her. And uh, of course, it gives us great stuff to talk about it. Glad you're engaging with this trumpet, one and only trumpet podcast. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. All right, boys, time for a couple things. Here we are. A couple things. Our main topic of the night number for episode 61. You ready? I'm ready. Wow. Non-negotiable repertoire. There it is. Non-negotiable repertoire. I love that we use the word non-negotiable around here. We do it That's, all the time. That is your phrase. You, you have put phrase. that into the lexicon, and it I, belongs. It, it totally belongs. belongs. It's all started doing the thing. Right? Oh. This is non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. This is what you do. 7 a.m. Metronome's going. Clark book is open to number four, the end of the book, and the metronome goes on. We'll, Joey's we'll, house, Bill says, I don't think that sounds negotiable when we leave. <laughs> um, it's not. It's There's not no negotiable. way it's negotiable. Brian, it's 734. Brian's throwing up. That's, how, that's just how, right. it what, how it works. I said, wow, it's 1.30. What time are we leaving in the morning? And Joey goes, I don't understand the question. <laughs> Man. And then he just repeated the schedule to me, like like when you say something louder. It's you know, right on the itinerary. It, right? I don't it's know what on, the problem was. Uh, I'm not sure what the problem is. <laughs> so what we're going to talk about tonight is uh, our favorite, and I'm going to need clarification from you, Joey, and I'm sure you're going to have rules. But I've, I've um, got rules. Starter pieces, intermediate pieces, and advanced pieces for B-flat, cornet, C-trumpet, E-flat, and piccolo. And right. we, all get to, we all get to bring one. Right, for each category. So but, each got 15 pieces here. Tell, tell me about the starter what, what, where are you with us all right here's here's where i went and I, I we intentionally don't discuss this beforehand and i like this because we can come down in different places for me i thought all right most uh people's when they're starting are starting on b flat uh trumpet and or cornet so those beginner pieces for me are much simpler than the c trumpet e flat and piccolo the beginner pieces as pieces Agreed. to start so when I'm thinking about a C trumpet piece to start on, I'm now thinking about something that someone would play in high school. Right. Where when I'm thinking about uh, the starter pieces for B-flat and cornet, I'm really thinking much more about a middle school kid who's practicing. We're on the same page. Right. So that by go. the time we get to E-flat and piccolo, I'm thinking of a, a high school student who's really motivated and practicing and has access to these instruments or a, a young college student. Coming in, you know, as mm -hmm. beginner pieces for for E flat and piccolo. Okay, right. That's generally what yeah. I'm thinking. Now we don't all have to think that, but that's where I kind of that's where I started from. I, I mean, I always want to start from a place of when I hand a student this piece of music, they can look at this piece of music and think, "Yeah, I can play this." You know, for the for the beginner piece, I, I never want to hand a piece of music to a student and have them go, "Well, crap, I'm never going to be able to do this." Right. So I want right. to start from a place, you know. Like when I'm thinking of these uh, beginner pieces for B flat and cornet, I'm thinking good seventh and eighth grader, they can they can look at this and they can get through it. But when I'm thinking C trumpet, I'm thinking more. For me personally, I'm thinking in that sophomore junior year of high school of somebody who's practicing it good because otherwise, why would they have a C trumpet? Right, right. That's showing right. effort. And then when we get to to E flat and piccolo, we're talking about juniors and seniors in high school or freshmen and sophomores in college. That's where we're starting from. That's okay. where, that's for I, me. That's where that came down. Where do you are you guys I, in the same similar same, places? Wildly same different. Nope, same page. That's kind of where I was too. I Brian, many, I don't teach many young, very young people. So, 
Well, you yeah, should. It's good yeah. for it's good for you. Oh, I used to teach a perspective. I used to teach a ton of them. Yeah, I yeah. think this will be good to to yeah. hear these. When I lived in when I lived in Kalamazoo, I was teaching at Marshall's Music, and I had about yeah. thirty five kids, most of whom were wow. middle school and young high school students. Oh yeah. yeah, so you've got like some real ideas about. But those. you're gonna you know the I think you know every piece on here. Uh, right. I think you know every piece on my list because I wanted to pick stuff that. I think everybody is at least aware of it's standard lit, it's mm-hmm. non-negotiable. It should be whether or not it's the best thing or ideal. It is accessible, no. usable, and part of the trumpet repertoire for better or for worse. I'm probably so currently I went, I went struggling. I'm probably currently struggling with those pieces. Exactly. But then in, when <laughs> I, I when right I, now, when I moved to Lafayette, I, the my the when I first started teaching in the Lafayette area, it was almost all middle school kids. Yeah. You know, and then I, I was right. doing that for about five years. So the, the students that I started in sixth grade, I took, you know, through 10th grade. You should yeah. go first in those two categories. Then. No, no, no. You, we're still going to go normal order. It'll be fine. I, I don't mind starting either, Brian, if you don't want to start. Yeah. Well, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. You sure? I like it. Wow. Yep. Out of order. I'm not sure I, I can handle yeah, this. Yeah, I don't know. Joey's weird. not going to be able to do this. I okay. think you should probably just <laughs> I'll go. I'll go first. All right. <laughs> so are we, starting, are we starting with B-flat? We starting yeah, with B flat. B-flat. B-flat we'll starter. Okay. All right. So so my my opening piece for B-flat is um, uh, a petite piece. Mm. For a beginner? Not for beginner. Like, so I didn't. I don't teach many 7th and 8th graders. Okay. Right? I get more. Because that's interesting. Uh, I, I have that in a, on a different horn in a different place. I don't oh, have it anywhere. Okay. You have it on cornet as intermediate. Mm, I do. No. We'll yeah. get to that. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I like it. All right. Petite piece for, so like a, yeah, introduct- it wouldn't, introductory solo. We can call it, it that, are, right? It would be, an, uh, well, it's a little bit more advanced. So maybe eighth or maybe ninth grade mm-hmm. might work for a ninth grader. Yeah. A good ninth grader. I'm going to make up for that because I'm going to, uh, you, when it comes my turn, because yes. I'm going to lean Don't, the other way. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Mine are going to be easier. For that beginner level. All right. So like you're going it. with Petite Piece Concertante for beginner B flat trumpet piece. <laughs> Introductory solo B flat. Right. Yeah. See, I'm you. going. I don't think you can say beginner. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Introduction. See, I went with Barat, the Fantasy and Me Bemol. This is the Fantasy and E flat. Yeah. yeah. That, yes. I, this is a, I think if you're a practicing seventh and eighth grader that has been playing for a few years, this is something you could take to solo and ensemble and really do well and still have some challenges in front of you, but a good beginner like starting solo piece. Interesting. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Bill, what do you got? Well, I, so again, I, I leaned a little bit the other way. These introductory solos for young players, and I love the collections by Vandercook. Oh, oh sure. yeah. Now, right? you you just going with the book? I'm going to go with the book because I think there's too many too many to single it out. And quite honestly, they're all pretty familiar. But you have like the Stars series, and then there's a whole series that are all named after birds. There's a whole yeah, bunch yeah. of them. Like, you know. Yes. And, but they all are, they're easy to put together with, piano but they're mm-hmm. varied in style and i think there are great introductory solos for those middle school kind of kids a great idea. yeah now yeah. those those can i mean if you've got a kid who's really been practicing inside of even one year they could actually play those they could but yet i think there's enough stuff in there that if it was a local solo ensemble yeah. thing or a state thing there's enough music in them agreed that you could play it beautifully play it at a faster tempo and it would be acceptable this yeah. is helping I, everybody. I love those old solos man yeah i absolutely. think they're great all right, yeah. so let me, let me ask you: Are we going beginner pieces all the way through, then intermediate? Or are we going horns? Yeah, let's still, let's go by horn. So we want to go down B flat intermediate piece. B flat intermediate. Let's talk I'm about fine the B flat. Yeah, let's just talk about the B flat trumpet. Intermediate is like middle high school, late high school. Well, yeah. wherever wherever you want, you can conceive of this however you want. 
So um, my colleague in high school was playing in uh, in 11th grade, was working on the Kennen. Sure. And uh, so that's that's my intermediate piece for B flat trumpet. All right. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I, I mean, like that's... It, it's, you can teach a lot of things with the Kennen. I think it's great. Yeah, I think Kennen works. Yeah, intermediate. You do need, yeah, you, I mean, there's some odd time signature stuff in there. That's, a, that you got to work around, and you got to make sure you have an easy high C at the end of the first movement. That's it. It's a little rangy yep. too, and, and that could be that could be difficult. Like you really need. Don't a real your tenth and eleventh? Yeah, don't your tenth and eleventh graders aren't they working yeah. on high C? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think huh. so. I did yeah. hear on you know here in South Jersey um, we have well everywhere you have you have all region and all state ensemble auditions, and uh, I used to be called to do the. Um, to judge and they're all blind of course and then there are those band programs where students will um uh they just get credit for showing up and doing the audition you get extra mm -hmm. credit in band for doing that so they don't practice at all so um this poor student one time he just came in and um i i it was amazing you could see you could hear the contour of where the notes were on the page in the canon <laughs> You could hear the contour, <laughs> but that's like, it was no it was shot. Remarkable. Yeah. You could follow along and sort of see there were notes that were wow. higher and notes that were lower notes that were faster and notes that were slower, Yeah, but it really didn't have anything to do with it. It was pretty amazing. More of an interpretation really. Oh man. It was, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I, I also got a sonata there for my intermediate, but I'm with the floor Peter sonata. Oh yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Which I think is, you know, if you're in high school, you're practicing, there's, you know, not That's too a rangy, lot of stuff. Yeah, not too rangy, uh, not too timey. But boy, you know, there's it's a longer piece, you know. But it, I think, I think very accessible for for the practicing high school student, and might be a little underplayed by high school students, and maybe a little overplayed by college students. It's yeah. a nice middle movement too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Bill, what do you got for our intermediate B flat trumpet piece? So again, mine are all I kind of calibrated just a little bit lower That's um and fine. so yeah. so for me the intermediate the um, like the the high school student that's trying to figure out put together i love i'm going with collections again here fitzgerald bernard fitzgerald did the italian suite the gaelic suite the english suite um he it, it's that same collection sure. in the vein of aria converiazione mm -hmm. right so you have those they're again beautiful melodic stuff multi-movement um, the range isn't too bad, and I, I think they're really beautiful intermediate solos. Totally, I can see. Do that. You guys know those, Brian? Do you know those pieces? I, I have. I actually have English Suite down for my beginning cornet. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I've worked through most of those with students yeah. at some point. There's yeah, they're a really good. They're I really think there's good. one called Modern Suite or something that actually yes. is a little bit more challenging. Yep. You know, um, but it's great, great. But really stuff. good piece. Yeah, those yeah. Are Bernard good. Those Fitzgerald. Are good yeah, good pieces. Mm -hmm. All right, on to advanced. So I wrote a couple, I have a couple different B flat advanced pieces, but um, I wrote either the Artunian or the Halsey Stevens. Those are advanced. Advanced. Yeah. That's funny. Um, I had Halsey Stevens and went, um, and I thought of a different one that I think is a little underplayed that I want played more. So okay. now I'm glad I did that. Okay. So that ours are different, but those are, those I think are, are both right on it. Like if you're an undergrad, and you're playing. I mean, they have some real demands, both technically and musically. 
you know, and but you got to, but it certainly should be playable. Yeah, and and they, and I think they need to be played. I think students need to know those. <clears throat> yeah, right. Those are part of the rep. They're they're in yeah. there. They're, they're they're there and should be there. Those are good pieces. But yeah. here's one that's a little, it's newer, uh, and maybe a little underplayed, and it's certainly challenging. And, and this might be, I don't know, maybe advanced plus, uh, but Gregson Concerto. Dang, oh, yeah. dude. This is a really good B flat trumpet solo. That's my advanced piece. Is that it's yours as well? Yeah. <laughs> there it yeah. is. Because yeah. I was on my trajectory here with the Vandercook stuff to Fitzgerald, and I was going to go with Kennan as my advanced thing. I was really back and forth on this. But if I'm thinking about a non negotiable, what I'd like to see as a non negotiable piece played more, I have the same reasoning you do. Yeah. Gregson, man, there's so much music in that. Yeah, terrific piece, has some really good technical challenges, really good musical challenges, a lot of good music in there. Underplayed. It's just not uh, as big a, a part of the rep as, as anything else we've mentioned so far, yeah. but for no real apparent reason other than, well, maybe people just aren't that comfortable playing high Cs. Well, but, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it was a required piece for the um, ITG solo competition in 2000, I want to say 2002. Was that the mm -hmm. one in Manchester, England that Murray, Murray hosted? I don't, I don't remember. Did, I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. Murray Greg. Yeah. I think he hosted. And I think that was, the required piece i heard that a okay. bunch of times Qu quick Great aside piece. and i think i know the answer because it's on the list obviously it made our list which is a better piece of music the gregson or the onager gregson <laughs> gregson's gregson. a better, wow. way better piece of gregson music. better music I, I think it's i think it's a better piece of music uh, but i think they're in different categories as far really? as where you would use them well, yeah, but they both kind of get lumped into this advance. This is a big. Well, I think they're piece. both advanced trumpet solos, but yeah. you know, uh, how long is the Gregson? That's a meaty piece of music. <laughs> well, even if you just minutes, book and first like movement, ver and, first and, movement versus the Oniger and trumpet. But the Oniger's what five, six minutes, and you're yeah. in, you're out. So yeah. So I, they're 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 in different categories for me. Damage right? done. <laughs> and you're out with damage <laughs> you, done. Yeah, usually it yeah. is efficient. Yes. <laughs> efficient at killing right. the face. Yeah. Wow. Well, that covers B flat pretty nicely. I think we've yeah, got a, a nice a lot variety there. in there. Yeah, and we're nice. gonna we'll put the you know check our website. The list will be up, so right. you'll be able to see all of this. You don't have to take notes right now. And I know a lot of you are furiously uh, <laughs> trying to keep up here while you're driving. Exactly. Yelling at the like, phone. Yelling at yes. Yelling at the device. Uh, great. Let's move on to Cornet. No one is happier right now than Brian. Yeah, yeah, this is gonna be a great discussion. So the first one, English Suite Fitzgerald. Mm -hmm. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that's Yay. my beginning Cornet piece. Wow. Yeah. So we've already talked about that. Right. It's already in over there. Now, here's the thing. I actually went similar to my trumpet piece, the row parts on Dante at Allegro published. It actually says trumpet or cornet. Yes. Yeah. And here's the thing. That's a pretty cornet solo. That actually sits really nice there and a good beginner thing. Right. Right. I, I like that piece. You guys, mm. you guys know this piece, right? Yes, of course. This, this gets yeah. played an awful lot. Oddly enough, this gets played, I think, a lot by high school students who are playing a little bit safe. Yes. And I'd rather see them push themselves a little bit. Where I think if you're an eighth grader who's really been shedding, you can totally play this piece. Hmm. Totally play this piece. And then, and then you're ready to move on to some other stuff. Do you guys yeah. know the the barat on Dante and Scherzo? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm I'm not a fan of that piece. I heard I heard Tom program it on a recital. Mm -hmm. Tom Hutchinson. Mm -hmm. It was spectacular. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, he makes it sound good. Have we ever heard Tom play anything that doesn't sound spectacular? No. no. Yeah, that's. No. I think it's a trap because, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you could hand Tom, hey, could you play me these four whole notes and think, that's, why are we not playing that? It's a great piece of music. <laughs> that was awesome. It was weird. I really, I, I have a bad place in my heart for that piece. And he played it. I went, oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, Bill, Continue. what do you got for I'm the, sorry. Uh, the begin the starter cornet piece. Well, I this is going to be interesting because I'm going to uh, I was going to go with Vandercook again because I would use the same thing that I did for trumpet, sure. um, but instead I'm going to point to that part in the Arvin book where Keel Row exists. You know the tune I'm talking about? Yeah, the, like and where the theme and variations are. Yes. In, in so the back, start... it's, it's the last bunch of the 150 classic and popular melodies, right? Yep. The last several of them are theme and variations. Little theme pages. and variations. And I keep threatening to, hmm. to set that with piano because as far as I know, there's no accompaniment for it. But I'm so I'm but I'm going to go with that and maybe force myself to create the piano part for it. Yeah, we might Arvin, have to. I'm not sure. That's, yeah, I'm going to think about whether that counts or not. But uh, I think because that's more no of an etude. Well, it's an etude right now. Oh, I don't know. I think I think that's funny because I do think of it as a solo because it's a uh, theme and variations. Sure. Wow, but there's, wow, that's interesting. So you think about no, it as there's an no, etude. There's no accompaniment. Yes. Yeah. Huh. All right. Oh. We'll consider that. All right. You may be doing it wrong. Maybe allow it's, it. It's pretty, but it doesn't stand on its own really, yeah, right? Th as 30, a soloist. Yeah. Minus Solo 30 piece. points from Bill. I don't know. I love Bill it. Bill is now losing non-negotiable <laughs> repertoire. losing non-negotiable repertoire. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. <laughs> All right, what's um, next? So the next one. So I, this is also another split for me, and it sort of matters where the, where the student is. But either Willow Echoes or Made of the Mist as a next step Ooh. forward. Oh. For Willow Echoes is great. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that requires a little bit more flexibility. And Made of the Mist requires some serious, like some real fingers there. Yeah. But it's actually the fingers aren't so bad. It's the triple tying and the speed at the end. But right. you can you can make it work. Yeah, because this is where I put this is where I put Petitpi's concertant. Sure. And it right. would work there. Also a cornet piece. Like there's some stuff in there. You got to get around a little bit more. Yes, you do. Uh, but uh it's not getting to that full fledged cornet solo like Made of the Mist is. Willow mm. Echoes, by the way, I think is a great call. I, I, I'm a little jealous I didn't think of that. Yeah. Well, I, I might, gosh, I might put, I think I might put Made of the Mist into maybe advanced minus more than yeah, inter maybe. intermediate. Yeah, maybe. maybe. You know, know, when you look I, at everything required in there. I, I like Southern Cross better than Made of the Mist. Oh, look at that. But where Southern you Cross are a little bit more rangy? It is. Yeah, yeah but there are optional yeah. E flats in there, but yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm going intermediate. Now this is a little bit skewed here, but Arben Fantasy Brilliant. As intermediate? Yeah, yeah without that's... the la without the last variation. But then that's not the solo. You're you're losing another thirty points here. No, 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 no. <laughs> this might be minus fifty. I'm gonna just put this out there that you don't have to do all the variations to make the solo work. You could do just second movements. But then it's not the solo. It's like recording a whole album of second <laughs> movements. And Brian, that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> like who would do such Brian, a crazy thing? Brian got um Anyway, yeah. So if you look at Fantasy Brilliant without the last da -da 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 variation, you nice, still have to nice go. You still have some pretty serious fingers. You have to do some serious double turning up and down. Well, it's cornet. That's what it's for. All right, I'm I'm throwing I'm gonna throw the flag on your. I think that's pushing the envelope a little too much. Yeah. So all right, let's get to advance there, Brian. Okay. 
So advanced, I think just because everybody should play it is Arban Carnival of Venice. Um, but I have other things too that that would would totally work, like Norma variations. Norma's mm-hmm. great. Um, and um, also like one of the Clarks, like Sounds from the Hudson, From the Shores of the Mighty Pacific. Those are great pieces that are really advanced cornet stuff. I haven't talked about any of the, the modern stuff, but yeah. right, um, that's funny. I, 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 you know, I did the same thing for the same reason. I thought, listen, if you're talking advanced cornet stuff, if Carnival of Venice isn't on the list, you know, is that list really complete? Yeah. So, right. I, that's the one I picked as well. It's one of those things that's it. out there. It, and one, it is. It's great. And doesn't no, it, it have to be the doesn't it have to be the Arben version? I mean, you if you play the Arben version, you can play the Del Steger's version. Yeah, or the Clark version. Or yeah, the Clark absolutely. Version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree because the yeah the the Arben version has the most most fun, especially at the end. You got to really make that work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so you, you both that. went with Arben, Arben Carnival Vans. or or Napoli. Oh, I oh, love I like, Napoli. Yeah, I love Napoli. You got to do the octave jumps in Napoli. That's yes. uh, I love it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. If you really want to get angry, watch Ole Ed Bardantonson's oh, recording so, of it. That is so gorgeous. <laughs> that is holy, stupid. Holy, oh my God. Here's the thing. I love and all of that. It's too fast and so clean. <laughs> and it's, it's staggering. And he yeah. is almost nodding off into a nap. Yeah. <laughs> those of you who haven't seen it, hit pause right now. Go to YouTube. Hold on. We'll wait. Oh. Okay. Welcome back. That was you're good. Welcome. Back. Go and go to YouTube and and watch Ole play that. It is. Spectacular! Like, if you if you don't enjoy that, you don't like music. Holds out the first note, the cadenza, and like rubs his eye for a second. <laughs> right, you know, yeah, it is brilliant. It's great. See, I knew that you guys were going to pick Arvin Carnival of Venice. Well, right I, again, I, as we've discussed, it's in the non-negotiable. Past, I don't, I don't think our, our our purpose here is to be coy. Right. Yeah. Well, mine is. Well, that then again, but you're missing, I, you have gone. Oh, you're about to go over three in cornet. You know that, right? I know. I might be doing it on purpose. <laughs> we revisit no. the bump, the quality bumper up. No, no, <laughs> I, I'm I'm putting this piece out there because I love it so much, and I wanted to see it Are on you the about list. To, Rose variations. Yes, I am. Oh my god, <laughs> Robert <laughs> Russell Bennett. Rose That's variations. Okay. That's uh, listen, totally don't just stop okay. talking. I'll just answer for you. <laughs> I knew it. Come on, I, I knew had, this would I happen. Had, I had to do it. Oh my God. I had to it. To be fair, it is a terrific piece. It's a and I heard piece. you do that live, Bill. I, I yeah, I have. Done and it live. was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Very kind. Absolutely. You're very kind. Um. Yeah, I love that piece. Well, this takes us to C trumpet. This could get interesting. This is about to yeah. get ugly. <laughs> this could get really ugly. All right. Yeah. Where do you want to start? Oh. Uh, okay, Brian. Yeah. Sure. So, um, I want to start with boats a lead. Mm. Oh, interesting. It's a lead. Not that hard and a nice little introduction. Pretty. Not complicated for the trumpet and the piano. Yeah, that's interesting. I also went Boza. Uh-huh. Uh When I was thinking Boza, I thought, because uh, now Boza is good for this because he wrote for uh-huh. B flat or C trumpet. Right. Now, some of those things are distinct pain in the butt, and some of them sit <laughs> much better on B flat or much better on C, but the Boza badnage. Oh yeah, sure. That's a great right? piece. Yeah. This is one of those pieces that it lays. It goes right down the middle. It's not as rangy or as uh, technically challenging as some of the others. Very, very playable. So if you're starting out on C trumpet, boom, there it is, waiting for you. Uh, that's mine. Oh my god, <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> it is for all those reasons, and because I think it has all those French vocabulary that has all that French vocabulary that kind of prepares you. It's a bit of a primer piece. 
yeah. for for actually what is my advanced piece to come up. But I think it really helps with some of that well, vocabulary. Well, welcome back to the podcast. You're, you're back I'm back. Because you went over three in Cornet. I did so. not. I think I went you're at out. least one for three with a Bennett. Come on. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're back. At, yeah, both about Nash. Yeah, totally. Great. There piece. it is. So if we're going intermediate, Brian, where are we going? So maybe something like the Gabay Botad, B-O-U-T-A-D-E. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's, it requi- a, it's a little faster. Uh, it requires a little bit more articulation and speed and mixed meter stuff. Um, it's not that long. Um, a little bit more interaction with the with the piano. So it's a little bit more advanced. Parts come in B flat or C. Um, and uh, so I think it's a, an, another step forward. Maybe not enough of a step forward to my advanced piece, but um, certainly doable by late high school students. That's funny. Yeah. I, I have the same reasoning for the piece I chose and, and the same concerns that it's a step. Is it a big enough step? I went with Turin Caprice. Oh, yeah. Right. It, it's the same Love idea. The Turin Caprice. It, it's, a, it's another step forward. It certainly is challenging. It is written for C. You could also yep. play on B flat. But uh, don't. Uh, but don't, it, <laughs> you really should play it on, I think you should play this on C. I think it, it yeah, plays better on C. It's a C trumpet piece. A minor, beautiful. Right, yeah. uh, but exactly the same thing. It's, I don't think it's a huge leap from from Botsabadnaj. You could go, like, if you're really doing that well, yeah. boom. I think that could be the next piece nice. for you. Like, it gets you next step forward there. Absolutely. Like yeah. yeah, Bill, what do you, what do you got? I'm going to go something much later than all that with uh, Iwazin's Prayer and Praise. Oh, Mr. I think Wazen. it's a great starter or intermediate C trumpet piece because it's got slow music and some faster stuff with some arpeggiated things and some active figures. And then it comes back to the slow, pretty stuff at the end. And it's a great how, piece. How long is that? Uh, 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the tempo no. we make John take it at. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it Mr. depends Wazen on if John's playing like, it or not. He, he does write uh, long pieces. No, this is a short piece. This is uh, under five minutes. Okay. Solo piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good call. Wow. It's fantastic. a really great, great intermediate C trumpet piece. I would nice. love to, like to recommend the Sonata, but you know, for so many people, it's like 20 plus minutes. It, yeah, to do the whole thing, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. I love it. Well, I, love it. I played it with him. Concerto's yeah. even longer. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Those are B flat, though. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. So we're we're up to the advanced. C trumpet, C-trumpet. advanced, Brian. Yeah. Well, you know where I'm going with this. This is my non-negotiable. This is uh, an Esco legend. There you go there. Yeah. That's well, why not just go and just get it over with? <laughs> well, that's where I'm it's going. Not worth. Not worth it. No, it's totally worth it. <laughs> not as much music as the Inesco. Mm. But it is an advanced C trumpet piece. It's part of the lit. Yeah. It, it is. is. Yeah. So that's non-negotiable for you over the Inesco. I. Well, it sort of depends, not over the UNESCO. Okay. I don't think it has to be an either or. I, I think I, I would like my students to know both. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. So we've got time. It's not like we're just learning, you know, three C chart <laughs> pieces during their undergrad. At least I hope not. Wow, but, yeah. uh, but, you know, imagine that, you know, uh, you've got a, you come in, you've got a really uh, motivated student that's already done the beginner pieces and walks in intermediate. So sure. freshman year, you can do some of the intermediate stuff and by sophomore year, hmm. Maybe it's time to lean in and go for that UNESCO legend. Then by senior recital time, might be time for Honiger. Mm. Yeah. Right? I do, musically, I do those reversed. Hmm. You do you do Honiger? Yeah, but see, musically. I think that, 
musically sure but but you have to consider the chop part of that too yeah, sure yeah. you know like the the chop part of getting through the honiger i think is is much more challenging from a technical standpoint than legend is yeah maybe on a jury piece not a recital yeah 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 i agree about the chop thing but musically speaking i'm i'm with you brian sure it takes oh, I am more too. yeah more maturity to get through the finesco mm. so yeah there we go what do you got for us, uh, Doctor Stellan? My advanced sea trumpet piece is the Boats of Caprice. Oh, look at you! That's a great piece. Yeah, I love the Boats of Caprice. That sounds like a sequel to. Why am I forgetting? Yeah, Rustiques. Rustiques. It sounds like a sequel to Rustiques. Where does Rustiques? Where does Rustique fit in? I think it goes Who right guys? in between intermediate. It's like intermediate plus or advanced minus. Uh, but yeah. I I like that better on B flat. Yeah, it's a, that's a B flat piece. I think of that as a B flat piece, and I know it's published for both. I know it's performed nope. on both. Not okay. But I like it in <laughs> C rather than in B flat. Yeah. So I like it as a B flat trumpet. It's a B flat trumpet piece. You disagree, Brian? I'm fine with either either or. I d- um, I don't have a preference for if it's should. on B flat trumpet or on C trumpet. You shouldn't be. It, it, <laughs> you shouldn't be okay wow. with it. It I'm poses so a few more problems on C trumpet, yeah. but this is from the. You understand where I'm coming from. I had a, I, had a, I have a student now who's super advanced player, great player, and he was really looking for a challenge, like really looking for a challenge, and he only had a B flat, and so I'm, I made him learn the Tomasi. On B flat. On B flat, transposed. <laughs> That's just mean. And he played the holy crap out of it. And he came back to me after like he'd been working on it about six weeks. He goes, you know, Brian, I got to tell you, I've been listening to a lot of these recordings. I don't think anybody plays it on the B flat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what? That's that's correct. (laughs) That's true. You sound amazing on it. Why don't you try it on on C trumpet for next week? He came back. He's like, I can't believe you did that to me. Uh, He does sound great. That's he's cool. doing he's doing um all for a senior recital in January. He's doing all African American composers, um, except for one. Um, and he's doing what is he doing? The oh, he's doing the the BAME concerto. Nice. Oh, yeah. nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, he can he can really play. That's yeah. cool. That's so awesome. we're on to uh, E flat trumpet now. E flat trumpet. Yeah. So a student's gonna be quite advanced when they when they start playing the E flat, right? And so um I'm going to start with Saxa Concertino. Short, oh, sweet, yeah. some, Dart. some, yeah, some, gen, some gymnastics required. Wow. Um, yeah. I really like that piece. So you guys remember, uh, yeah. Oh, Bill, that was before, I think we knew you the first time we played out at JC's place, we were all mm-hmm. going to play with the concert band and JC says, we have about this much time. What do you want to play? And I went, Oh, I want to do Saxa Concertino. Right. And he mm-hmm. said, Oh man, I wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great little piece, right? It, it is. is. It's a really, it's a really fun piece. And it's right? not killer on the chops. It's, it's not, but there's, I think it is a little bit. <laughs> there's some rangy stuff there. It's not there so is. bad. It, what does it go up to? It just goes up to G on top of the staff. Um, no, you should play the high C in the you end. You should play the C at the end. That's right. You really yeah. should. You should keep that. You should play the lick up to the C. Up to the C at the end. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you really should. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I do like that piece. Um, now I went right down the middle here, and I think if you're starting off in E flat, there are probably three pieces to really think about, and I've got them all here in order. I think <laughs> we. St- I think we start with the Neruda. Mm. Right. And mm-hmm. I think. I think mm-hmm. that's accessible. 
You know, I, I don't think it, there it's not too choppy. There's some good, nice music in there. Get some, you know, get some phrasing, some lightness, some line there. I mm. think the second movement requires a, a a lot of chops to get through. Not as much as the Saxon Concertino. <laughs> you don't think? Really? No. I, I've done no. both. I don't. Go I play the you... Saxon Concertino tomorrow. You tell I, me. I know where you can get a recording of the second movement of the. Of the Neruda. Of the Neruda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Shocking. <laughs> All right, so I, so you said what? Did, so you said Neruda. I'm Sorry. going Neruda. Yeah, okay. that's where I'm yeah. starting. I was going to start with Neruda, but then I backed off because I'm I'm thinking about this thing that I do sometimes when when I start someone E flat trumpet, and I'm going to take one of those Fitzgerald solos that I named for B flat intermediate, and I'm going to have them transpose it so we get that out of the way right at the beginning, so they're playing that B flat stuff reading down. Playing so you nice, haven't played in the original key on E flat mm -hmm, trumpet on E flat trumpet. Wow. Okay, but that's not an E flat trumpet solo. It's not, but you're playing so, it on E flat trumpet, so and it's a minus, it's a way to start. Points. <laughs> start in the E flat trumpet. Minus fifty points. That's right. Because wow. next week game, next week's game, you're done. Well, you're <laughs> Take already all the points you want you, now. You went you you're going you went zero for three in cornet. You're zero for one in E flat now. <laughs> all right, Brian. What's your intermediate E flat? Intermediate. Piece? So now I'm now I'm going to Ruda. Um, I think it requires a lot of style to play, mm -hmm. um, and you have to play out a long time. Phrases can be quite long in Neruda. Well, that's funny. The first movement I think of is basically three chunks. Yeah, right? I, I guess I'm thinking about the second movement mostly. I mean, sure. it's just you got to get the breathing right. There's a lot of style involved. I think you got to really sustain in the upper register. I, I think it's I more advanced. There's not a lot of upper register there. There's more upper well, register. Well, the sort of middle. Okay, so upper, upper, yeah. upper, middle. Yeah. Because here's where I go, man. If I'm going second, if I'm going, uh, you know, after Neruda, we've done that. Now we're hopping into the Hummel. We're going in. It's almost 20 minutes long. Yeah, but there are lots of rests. Yeah, you don't have to play the whole thing either. Yeah, well, you do if it's a solo, and we're talking <laughs> about an E flat trumpet solo, which uh, is what we talked about. Uh, we're not talking about excerpts. Uh -huh. But yeah, I'm going to go Hummel next because you know, y then you've got yeah, it's definitely longer. Yeah. You got real music in the second movement. Yep. You know, but it's not tremendously rangy. It's going to hold you down into, you know, normal trumpet range, nothing, you know, extended there. And, you know, then we're introducing some some double tonguing there in the third moment you got to be ready for. Some double tonguing? Yeah. <laughs> that last you page know. has got a lot, it's awesome. a lot of gymnastics mm -hmm. on, right? A lot of gymnastics, mm -hmm. but it's all, in, it's all in C major on the horn. Because who was better player by then? Anton Weidinger. Anton Weidinger. Anton Weidinger. Was better player. Please. <laughs> Knocking it down. Now, do you, even... he, he had a different instrument by then, right? So do you do it in well, the original key of E? I have never done it in the key of E. <laughs> I do. My E-flat trumpet is both. It's an E-flat E, not a D E-flat. Actually, I have two. My Bach is a D E-flat, and my, my BNS is an E-flat E. And after I'd had it a while, the guys are saying, all right, so... And I'm like, oh, I love this horn. If you guys remember, it's a four valve. So yes, the first time right. I told you guys playing sox or concertino, and you're like, on that horn? Isn't that thing too big and too heavy? And we walked in, and I played it, and you guys went, maybe not. Let me see that horn. <laughs> that I'm like, I know fine. this horn is awesome. But that's E flat E. They're like, so how's the E side? I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> we're we're kind of concerned with that. I'm like, I've never played the E trumpet before. So I did. I took the slides, and I played it. And it, I think it plays well in E, but I, I don't have really a, an occasion to right. play E trumpet. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah all right william all right. intermediate e-flat for me is neruda oh there we go yeah. okay. i agree with i agree with brian on that well you're um, both wrong minus 50 points yeah i don't think i don't <laughs> think uh it's not entry level for me because i think there's a lot of style and there's a lot of music in there to get 
Well, that's because you're so. starting with not an E flat trumpet solo. Well, <laughs> so this your this is your first E flat trumpet solo. This would be the introductory E flat trumpet solo. I'm one behind. Exactly. Well, you wait till yeah. you see where I go next. You're really gonna love it. All right. All right, but Brian, go ahead. What's your advanced? Uh, Hummel. I'm I'm going Hummel. Okay. Yeah. I understand that, but yeah, you're incorrect because yeah. you're, you're going Haydn. Is Haydn? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Because now you've got to play longer phrases, you know, uh, an easier and simpler second movement. But the first and third movements uh, are asking uh, considerably more chops-wise and music-wise. No, it's just higher. No, it's not just. I mean, <laughs> there there are parts that are just higher, but you also have to play fluidly higher. More technical and more musical. Yeah. And Anton was more advanced by the time Hummel got to town. He convinced him to write the concerto. Exactly. Oh, yeah, guys. <laughs> All right. I'll throw you a curveball here. Advanced E-flat trumpet piece, Suderberg, Chamber Music 7. Oh, nice. Okay. But see. Here we you're go. Say, you're non-negotiable? saying that that's, that's non-negotiable? I think it's a great piece. Actually, That's what not I what I asked. You just answered a question I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, would you, the, please instruct the witness to answer the question. Permission to treat the, the witness yeah. as hostile? You Brandon. should. Okay. You should. Here's, here's what I have on my list, but I just felt like throwing your curveball. I have the Sox of Concertino as my advanced defense. Oh, my God. Piece. I could see that. I do have that. I'm not going to argue with that. Now, the yeah. Suderberg I'm going to argue with because I, I think most people listening right now are going, what? Yeah, going what piece? Yeah. Yeah, but that's why I wanted to mention it. Sure. So we should do a non-negotiable pieces that no one knows about. That's, that's what we should do. That's a whole separate podcast. But that is a great, I love that piece of music. Okay, I can I see that. It. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. All right, on to Piccolo. Now we're getting somewhere. I'm so okay. happy right now. Brian. So um, the opening, um, either Viviani, Prima or Secunda, either one. Mm. I'm happy with Viviani as the as the That's opening nice. pick piece. Yeah, those are nice. That's good. Yeah, short short movements, very yep. accessible, not too rangy, but musical right down the middle. Yeah, I like that quite a bit. Okay, you, you're you're doing fine. I, I think Bill is going to make me angry here. I'm going to go ahead and start uh, <laughs> Albanoni Concerto in B flat. Mm. So you're starting on the B flat side, so it's not That's even the oboe thing. Weird um, is that it? Might be. I, I I honestly don't remember which ones are oboes, which ones are trumpets. Uh, yeah. You know, like okay. that one. You know, very accessible, kind of up and down the C major scale on the B flat side. Get you really get you started. Get you into the, the same idea that Viviani, right? So I'm like going it. right down there. Yeah, I'm going to go handle Sweet in D. Hmm. You can pick the movements you want, or you no, can do the whole thing. No, no, it's a you solo. <laughs> you know, you're not. It's not like movements from selections from. We're talking about solos here. <laughs> do you not understand what a solo is? No, I do. I don't think yeah. you do. <laughs> a solo is not an excerpt from. If I say I'm playing the humble concerto, you don't say, you "Oh, which parts?" No. You say, well, "Oh, you're playing the concerto." Look at, look at something like NTC, where you go and you play one movement. Well, that's not what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're but talking a lot about of people, solos. That's, a lot of people will use this list to maybe think about solos they might use for that. That's just fine, saying. but we're talking about the entire pieces from here. So I like the handle Sweet and D in its entirety as my beginning, my starter piece for Piccolo. Right, so it's only minus 10 then for that. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the Purcell Sonata, but I'm like no handle. Yeah. I know, see? The personal, I mean, yeah, if we're going to talk about a real piece of music, uh, really? It's cute. It's a little. It, yeah. Okay. All right. Brian, intermediate. Torelli. 
Which one? Bum, bum, beep, bum, beep, bum. Oh, G8. Bum, beep, da, 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 Wait, Indeed. is that G8 or G1? That's uh, eight, eight, I think. I think it's eight. I don't actually know. Uh, that's 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 yeah. that's the same. I picked the same exact page. Yeah. Uh, did you really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I did I Torelli. I did Torelli too, but I went with Sinfonia Contramba. Yeah. Yeah. Four movements. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> You can play all four <laughs> movements. Because it's a solo. It's a solo. Yeah. You're not doing excerpts. Now, you're going to really, you'll really hate my last choice then. I'm, you're already, <laughs> you're, you're about, you've lost at least 100 points here tonight. <laughs> I've lost next week's game and I'm not yes, even playing. Exactly. Brian, what's your you advanced piccolo piece? Advanced. Telemon concerto in D. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, and I almost put that down. I do like that one, but boy, you know, even for advanced college players, that first movement is oh, it's treacherous. It's, yes, it is. Yeah, you know, it's rough. And it's it's a whole. I mean, I'll usually spend a whole lesson just on the first movement. I'm like, okay, look, here's how to practice this. Here's how it gets together. Here's how you make sure you're not just going to kill yourself, and you get to the end and still sound good. So I do like sure. that, but I went a different way. I went with Fosh. Oh yeah, I really like that's the Fosh. great. Yep, because boy, terrific. right off the bat, you go straight up. And, and you can know in about the first four bars whether somebody can really play this. And that second movement <laughs> is short, but, oh, that's some pretty stuff going yeah. on there. Yeah. You put the For G that. in there. You put the G in the second movement. The There's a the trill to movement. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But nice. before that, that whole phrase before that, there's, yeah. no, bre- there's no breathing in there. Mm. All right. Most okay. people breathe twice. There's no breathing there. You can do it all in one. Uh, I might have taken two breaths the last time yeah. I did it. No, no, no. I don't remember. That's, but that's I, one. I'm that's one, one long <laughs> breath all the way through. It's gorgeous writing. Yeah, I, yeah. Mine. I'm. I didn't realize how happy this was going to make me when I picked it, but now I'm going to be really happy about it because it's going to make Joey insane. I'm going to go tell him on Deuce March Heroic, the twelve what? heroic, the twelve heroic marches. Uh, heroic. Because you pick and choose. I can pick and choose. No, I can make a three movement suite tr- out of that. That's not a that's not a trumpet solo. <laughs> that's that's not even in the category. <laughs> they are. It is a trumpet solo. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. You just lost. You're out. I, you're I, you're out of order. This whole game's out of order. Not coming back next week. We're Holy. not invited back to the Jeopardy. Man. Come on, it's great music. Man. I didn't say it wasn't great music. Listen, right. the, tw- the 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 characteristic studies are great music, and yeah. the Charlie a book is great I music. Agree. They're not trumpet solos for what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> this is true. Yet I still got them on the list. There you go. Right. Well, nice. we'll they see. still made I'll it. be I'll be editing this. <laughs> what Bill meant to say was <laughs> the, Bill, list, the list is going to have a lot of citations. Bill meant was Turin that's what he really meant. He meant to say Turin Escapade. Here's yeah. what, I'm going to put down what Bill said and then what Bill meant. <laughs> <laughs> I will take care of that. I'll uh, fix it like in post. Uh, oh, that was fun. We came up with some good pieces there. Fantastic. Yeah. That's a nice list. All right. Time for No Offense. All right, listen. Here's the deal. Not playing favorites. That's the deal. Come on, you got to get used to the material. You got to try new stuff and you got to develop your favorites. We picked our favorites tonight. What are yours? Make a list, have a plan, introduce your students to all the stuff that you believe is non negotiable. And then buy the book, Diversify the Stand, and <laughs> branch out a little stuff. bit to get all the new good <laughs> stuff. All the new it's, stuff. It's, yeah. it's called uh, yeah. Winds of Change, is the book. Winds of yeah. Change. Yeah. Right. 
Diversify from diversify the stand, yeah. right? Because this is exactly right. You want to learn what is the what is the rep, and then keep expanding it. Just because it's the rep doesn't mean that's all that yeah. is there. So certainly we have what we grew up with, but even that's changed since we were. You know, there's so much new music, like the Aways and stuff that wasn't around when we were undergrads. I mean, well, not when Bill was an undergrad for sure. Well, no, oh, I was no. saying the Hummel was brand new when Bill was an undergrad. <laughs> <laughs> Got himself one of them key, <laughs> key manuscripts. Well, manuscript. Anton and I, you know, we were just <laughs> was, hanging. He was what? Two no offense, years in Brian. Front of you? He was first chair in reaching. He was first. For you? Well, when I got there, yeah, <laughs> yeah. not for long. Right. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, that should about do it for today. Thanks for joining us on another hour. You'll never give back. Stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors, and pick your favorites. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.